Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ed's Words with Edward. Uh, I'm your host, Edward, once again, and I have Haley here with me again. She is back from her, her trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember in, in the PC building, I was down in Tucson. I was helping my family. Mm. But we've, and been, we've been on a month hiatus because of that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good to have her back, and unfortunately, John is not here now. <laughs> of course, he has to go out of town Yeah, now. John's not here today. Uh, he is actually uh, doing a trip with his girlfriend. Uh, it's her birthday, so happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Uh, but he'll be back next week, so, uh, so for this episode, we're going to be talking about um, pretty much the, the do's and don'ts of college, so just, and college life, I guess, in yeah, general. Yeah, the life of a college student. Yeah. So... I've, like, since we've been gone for a month, I've had a couple of people, one whom I work with, but there's been a couple of people who've asked me, is like, I just started, what are, you know, what are some things that you could tell me, like, what should I do, like, do what I What should I expect? Yeah, yeah. What, do, what do I expect? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? And it's like, you know, this would be a good, a good podcast uh, yeah, topic. Because, I mean, essentially, the things that we can talk about on this one just go to just about anybody yeah you know whether it's you know you're doing college here in the states or you're doing college uh you know in a different country overseas we're pretty yeah. much wherever or just you know no matter what your age is you know it could be useful yeah yeah you know getting people prepared and you and know let, let them know like what to expect and it makes sense because i know for uat um for those who don't know what uat stands for it's the University of Advancing Technology. Um, their semester just started not too long ago. It's yeah. been like a week or two. Um, for most high schools, it's been like a month maybe. But yeah. a lot of people just started. A lot of them are freshmen. and mm-hmm. Which makes sense to why they were asking me because I was confused. I was like, that's an odd question to ask me at work. <laughs> just he, me. <laughs> yeah, because I came into work and he's like, hey, Haley, how's it going? He's like, oh, you know, it's pretty well. Pretty good. He's like, you graduated, right? I was like, yeah, back in May. And he's like, do you have any advice? I was like, advice for what? <laughs> and he's like, for college, you know. Like, hair dye, yeah. shoes. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? I was about? like, why are you asking me? He's like, I just, I'm, I'm about to start in like a week. I was like, oh shit. Um, give me two seconds. I will tell you later today. Yeah. And he forgot to ask me. And that's when I thought, I was like, we can make a podcast about this. We can make an actual episode and just talk about it and get perspectives from teachers and students and like what they've gone through and stuff. So I was, I told him, I was like, you forgot to talk to me last week. He's like, I know I left and I forgot. And I was so mad at myself. I was like, well, I'll do you one better. Let me record a podcast for you and I'll let you know when it's done. I was like, okay, cool. Let me know. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So now we'll have a new followers. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'd be good. Exactly. Yeah. New followers always fun. <laughs> So, yeah, I just I just wanted to make this an episode so that way, you know, people have something to look forward to. They have a general, like, list of what they should do and shouldn't do. Yeah, um, and, and like I said, I mean, this is not just for the 18, 19-year-old who just, you know, got it. I mean, this is for anybody. It doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. Um, you know, when you start college, just all pretty much the things we talk about. You know, some of them may not apply to you because, you know, you may be 26, 27, 30, <laughs> whatever. So you're already past that stage. But, you know, a lot of the things uh, on our list, um, 
still do apply to you. So, you know. Yeah. And it's good. It's good to know for sure. And we've taken, we've taken a lot of uh, advice from people we know, teachers, students, and mm. we've come up with a really cool list. Yeah. And a lot of good advice. Mm-hmm. So. And all of the, and it's it's funny because like a lot of the. The like do's and don'ts that we have for our list is kind of like things we like for us or for you know from our standpoint things we experienced or we just kind of had to learn yeah. <laughs> it's like learned really right, quickly yeah. <laughs> it's like damn like yeah. it's like man I w- exactly like thinking you're thinking about it like man i wish somebody would have told us about this back yeah then. right so like college is super scary it's like when you when you get there it's like super cool it's like oh shit this is a new place i get to do this i get to do this and then nothing happens the yeah. way you think it's gonna. Life never goes to plan. And then keep that in mind. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and and orientation, they don't really. I mean, they kind of like they breeze. They over breeze it. over it. They yeah. tell you like three or four things. You know, yeah. like be sure to do this and to do this. And I mean, they don't really Your go into. Your is down the road. You know. Yeah. You know, but, there, I mean, there's a bathroom right there, and there's stairs, and yeah. look, there's a piece of paper on the floor. Here's a couple of your teachers. <laughs> You'll never see them in your life. Yeah. Because I remember during our freshman orientation, because we started at the same time, mm-hmm. and I know you took a break, but there we met a couple of teachers, but I've never had them. Yeah. And I don't remember which teachers they were, because now they're gone, but um, I think the only teacher that I actually had that we met at an orientation was Clark, Derek Clark. Which one was he? Super long beard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's known for his beard. Yeah. He loves Star Wars, stuff like that. But we had a uh, workshop where we had to go and like make a game with certain parts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember that, but he's the only teacher I met that I actually had. And yeah. I only had him for one class. Yeah, I didn't have... I didn't meet anybody. Like all well, the teachers that we had, I I didn't like I didn't have any for any classes. Like that was the only time I really yep met them or talked to them really. Yeah. You know, because they were just in different, uh, um, different degree fields. You know, so it was like I didn't even need to really talk to them. Yeah. You know, for mine. So it's freshman orientation. It just glosses over what college is. Yeah. So we want to kind of like a major gloss. <laughs> So we just kind of want to like go over, you know, what teachers expect of you, what really happens, like advice that students have learned. Like there's this one alumni who was here when we had just started. She graduated a long time ago. She gave a good piece of advice, which I'll tell later because it's it's on our list, and it's really good for those who are turning twenty one. Yeah. And twenty one is like what sophomore junior year if you're yeah. coming straight out of high school so yeah mm-hmm. it's just i mean and even then since there's so many different ages people beat everybody you don't even necessarily even need to be 21 to get yeah. all the, I mean, Which it's gonna is, be yeah I mean, it's gonna be a lot easier um, a lot more accessible but then that's where the whole maturity thing comes into play too mm-hmm. you know so um Sort of for that. Uh, Get started? Yeah, let's just go into it now. All right. So, uh, I think a lot of a lot of the stuff is <laughs> I'm going to be talking about because I'm the one with the list. Yeah. So, you'll hear a lot of my voice this episode. Um, so, to start, we... What, what, what's 
stop. <laughs> um, you've been told this pretty much all your life, elementary school, high school. You will still hear it in college. Is read and follow the directions. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is basic. Just follow the directions. That's like kindergarten basic. Yeah. But a lot of these, you'll you'll still hear it in college. And yeah. one of our teachers, who I absolutely love, her name's Maureen. Well, Maureen Beam. Miss Beam. We all just call her Maureen. We're, we're all very casual here. Yeah. <laughs> so her list was to read and follow the directions, read the course material, look at the rubrics that your instructors give you and use them as a checklist because if you use that, you will guarantee at least a good grade. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, especially because like, the rubric will tell you what their expectations yeah, are. Yeah, what they're know? looking for. And honestly, that's probably like the best thing yeah. because it'll let you know for sure like whatever assignment you're doing paper you're writing project or whatever like you already know where the bar is at you just have to meet it and that's yeah. pretty much it and there's some instructors who will use the rubric as a average so yeah. if you strictly stay to the rubric you're guaranteed to see yeah. they want to see you go above and beyond yeah yeah depending i definitely yes. had a teacher that was like that yeah this thing <laughs> i remember one of our one of our assignments, it was like five pages. And he's like, okay, you do five pages, you get a C. Uh, if you do 10, you get a B. <laughs> so if you do 15, you more than likely are going to get an A. Yeah. And I think in his class, he rarely gave out A's. Um, I was one of the very few that actually got them. But, like, I mean, you really have to write something impressive or do something to, to really, like, you know, blow back his hair. He was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. wow, I'm super impressed that you guys were able to come up with this. A lot of teachers yeah. want to see you excel. So yeah. if they give you a rubric, just kind of know who your teacher is, how they operate. But generally, the rubric is an average. Oh, That's yeah. what they expect to see you do. Yeah, oh, we, oh, we looked at it like a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a good That's a good philosophy. Look at it as a minimum. Yeah, I always want to go above it. Even if it's just a little bit. Always go above it. Yeah. Um, continuing on with her list is always proofread your work, which is a good thing because <laughs> there's a lot of grammar issues. There was yeah. there. I took this one class and we we were writing stories, and oh my god, I couldn't figure out where the point was going <laughs> until they had to explain it. I was like, now read this and tell me this is what you were thinking. Yeah. Oh no, I'm. I missed this little paragraph. I, 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 I added this in in this this next rendition. Yes, but this is not the rendition you gave me. Please yeah. fix it. <laughs> yeah. So proofread your work. Make sure it's what you're you're actually wanting to turn in. And along with proofreading, make sure to cite everything, every resource, every reference that you use in a paper. Yeah. And I know it's basic, and every every you know teacher in high school, you know, but they say it for a reason. You can and will get a zero on that, and especially if that assignment is a big grade, these teachers do not give a fuck. They will give you a mm -hmm. big zero, and if that, you know, if that final or that midterm, if it was a midterm, they don't care. There goes pretty much your semester yeah. for that class. I find it funny because <laughs> a lot of my teachers in high school, mostly English, they wanted us to cite our stuff in MLA format. 
Yeah. And then I get to college, and all of my English teachers want APA format. Yeah. Because our high school is like, your college teacher is going to want MLA, MLA. No, they wanted APA. Yeah. So just kind of know what your teacher expects, what they want, and do it that way. Yeah. If you can't figure out how to do it, ask them. They, they'll help you. Yeah, they'll, they'll let you know what yeah. uh, ask what, what format, you know, they're going to just know if they're going to have you write an assignment or you got to write a paper, just know there's going to be a reference. Yeah. And I would just ask anyway, just raise your hand and just ask them. Do you want an MLA or APA? They'll let you know right away which one it is. Yeah. And that's the next thing on our list is ask questions. Yes. You know, if you have a question about it, they will gladly tell you. But if it's something like super minute that you could have looked up, if, again, read your course material, if it's in the syllabus or it's in the expectations and something you should know, they will tell you to refer back to it. Yes. But if it's something new, something that you've researched and looked up and all this other stuff and you cannot find it, they will be more than happy to help you. Yeah. Because Kelly was the same way. Mm-hmm. He was always saying, well, did you read it in the book? Did you look it up? Did you try it at least twice? You still can't find it? All right. Here's how you do it. Yeah. Because he, he was very, he advocated for self-learning, mm-hmm. which... In a sense, it was good, but he, he also taught us yeah the basics and then had us, like, walk on our own. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, do your homework was the next on her list. Again, you hear that every year you're in school. It's pretty basic, yeah. but um, it'll get you. It's one of the key essential things to yes. pass in college. Yes, key essential. <laughs> um, also, try your best, which goes without saying. Try your best. Yeah, we've already kind of said that. Yeah. You know, exceed the minimum. Another thing on her list that I find good is use a calendar and a to-do list. That's actually really good. Yes. Yeah. When when we started, our internet, which is you know the school website, you know where we get all of our materials, get access to our classes. Each college has their own intranet. Yeah. Which is just like a little inner circle of all the students. We didn't have a calendar function. No. Like, we just had to know when our assignments were. Yeah. But when that got shut down and we switched over to Canvas, yeah. which was an, another way to access our classes, they had a calendar function. Integrated in it, yeah. Which listed all of our assignments when they're due, and it was beautiful. And you could color code them by classes. So I saw 15 different assignments due every Sunday. But you know, I get to see what to do. I get yeah. to see what to do the next week. And, and what was good about that one too is like it synced up with your uh, with your courses. So as soon as you turned it in, it would automatically put like a streak it. through it. So it was like, all right, cool, yep. fourteen more to go. Yeah. <laughs> and a calendar is very good to see what what you have, what you have done. And once you see that crossed off. It's so relieving. Yes. It's like, as soon as you're done with that last one, you don't have to worry about anything for another two days. (laughs) (laughs) And then you start the next week, you're like, shit. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, calendars, to-do lists. It's a good visual aid, too. Yeah. It definitely, it's a a really good visual aid. That way, you know when, when you have time, 
and it's you know it's like it's okay we're like at the beginning of the week i used to be like that sometimes like all right i'm gonna do two or three assignments before wednesday and then like come thursday or friday it's like all right now i'm hard pressed and i gotta turn in like five you know mm-hmm. like in these next two days because then i know that i'm gonna have to really work like all day for two days on just this one assignment that i absolutely need to get done so yeah. i mean that's another it's a good visual aid for that too like I always knocked out the easy ones first. Yeah. And I did that too. It's like, I usually did the easy ones first on, like, the day after last week was due. Yeah. So, like, everything's due on Sunday. I do all the easy stuff for next week, that next Monday. Yeah. And then work on everything else later. Yeah. On rare occasions, like the last, like, two, three semesters, I flip-flopped it. I did all the hard stuff in the beginning of the week and did all the easy ones on Sunday, the day yeah. it was due. Which you really shouldn't do. I do not advocate for it because it does mess you up for the rest of the week. But but for some classes, it was necessary yeah. because uh, I know with, uh, with some of the net set classes, I I already knew ahead, like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to ask the teacher, you know, questions about, I know I'm going to get stuck somewhere, so I'm going to need to ask him questions. Yeah. Well, he's not going to be there Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so, so I would do them exactly through the week so that I'm like alright cool if I do have questions I know he's going to be here working I know he's going to be you know in classes at the time mm-hmm. I can bother him then um, where Saturday and Sunday it was like alright cool um, what do you have oh a math test and a quiz alright cool done you know like it was pretty simple like if I knew I had to to do that that's how I would uh, I would swap them you know, yeah. and that was, but that wasn't until like, you know, later on when you have like the 400 level classes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, the last thing on her list was when you're struggling, talk to your instructor about it. Yes. Which is good because if you're just honest with them, they will help you out mm-hmm. whenever you need it. And that's going back to Kelly again. And I first started my first like two semesters because I didn't know anything on network security at all. Mm-hmm. I struggled with just understanding. I'm like, it just it didn't click for me. And he would always just be like, "Look, read this article, go to this website, overlook it. You know, like read some more material. This would help you to understand this a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he needed to, I mean, he would pull out the whiteboard and." Explain it to me a little bit better, you know, if I needed just that one-on-one, you know, um, some teachers are willing to do that, you know, because it's like, they understand, you know, they know the struggle, they're teachers, they have degrees too, they went through college, they, they They understand, yeah, they truly (laughs) understand the struggle, so they know. Um, when I was in my second to last semester, I think, I was going through portfolio reviews, Mm -hmm. which is something that UAT does, we have to have a portfolio that showcases our work and we present it at the end of our career and for it to be ready for you know the industry and it works well for things like art and dd and stuff like that and just to showcase what you've done and there's objectives you have to meet when i was going through the network security portfolio review i was really nervous because again, I've come into this without any knowledge whatsoever. So I was literally learning everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. And my assignments 
probably not up to par with everyone who's, you know, been doing this for 12-some years, whatever. Yeah. And there was one objective where I only had one out of the two assignments um, because of something that happened with the class. And I get my reviews back, and Greg, he's like, <laughs> he he passed me, but in his um, notes yeah. is, I do not come from a technical background, so for someone who is brand new, this this is good. Yeah. Like, it suffices. So I passed based off of him knowing I'm, I'm not a technical background. Yeah. I literally came into this barely four years ago. Yeah. Because he asked me that. He's like, why are you network security and game out and animation? And I told him I had a deal, you know, to take a couple classes. I made the decision to finish the degree. Yeah. Because by the time I ended, I would have been done with most of it. So I just took the extra three classes. And I told him that story, and that's that's him understanding, this is where I've come from, this is what I have to show for the last four years, this is what I've learned. Yeah. So, opposed to my peer, who's been doing it for 13, 14, whatever amount of years, he understands it. His is gonna go more yeah. in depth than I will ever do. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he knows I'm not on the same scale. Yeah. On this scale, I did good. On that scale, I would have done really poor. I yeah. would have failed. <laughs> yeah. But talk to them. They understand. If yeah. you're struggling, they know. Yeah, because that's how I was. Like I, I was going through a bunch of our assignments for the network security one too, and I had two or three for about each objective. Um, I mean, honestly, some of the good things though was like some of the objectives. It's like, oh, cool. This assignment we did that and this <laughs> that was like part one. This mm-hmm. is part two. So. <laughs> You know, I was able to put it on, you know, one or two assignments on, like, a couple of objectives, which was good. It really did help. Yeah. Um, But it's exactly that. Like, if you're struggling, talk to them. They know. Like, they, they get it, you know. They mm-hmm. they're really, they're really are willing to help, you so. know. It's just little things like that, you know, super basic. You hear it all the time. You, you know it. You've heard it. Yeah. But... And that's the thing, I think, too, is, like, a lot of students are scared to ask. Like, they think, like, if I ask, it means I'm already failing at being an adult. <laughs> it's like, you're not even an adult yet, man. Yeah. You're still in school, technically. <laughs> like, adulting doesn't come until after you're done with this. After you yeah. finish and you're out on your own, you have your career and, you know, your apartment, whatever, where you don't have to worry about grades and assignments and, you know... Hey, are they doing, you know, human versus zombies, you know, this weekend? You know, whatever it is. Um, like, once you're done with all that, then you're adulting. So, it's like, don't even think about it. Don't even think of it like that. Don't have that self-conscious thought that, like, crap, I'm already failing. I just got here, you yeah. know. So. Just in case, I don't know how many colleges or organizations or anything actually do this, but... Humans vs. Zombies, uh, also known as HVZ, is basically Nerf Wars, where a bunch of students have Nerf guns and... Run around campus? Yeah. (laughs) There's one zombie, and, you know, there's special moves and 
powers or whatever the heck. I haven't actually played it, yeah, which I'm kind of sad for because I wanted to at one point. But there's one zombie, and they're trying to infect the rest of them. And it lasts, like, three days. It starts on a Friday, ends on a Sunday. Yeah. And our first semester or second semester, whenever it started, the very first one that we were here for, mm-hmm. um, the humans actually won by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. It was, like, five minutes left in the game, and there was still one human left. <laughs> But most of the time, the zombies end up winning. Yeah. Because once you infect someone, they become a zombie, and it just keeps going and going. So yeah. Just in case anyone didn't know what that was, it's just Nerf Wars. Yeah. A lot of companies, like IT companies, have Nerf Wars in their offices. Yeah. So, it's a Nerf thing, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so, if you see a Nerf gun in, in an office somewhere, be aware. If you see them laying around campus, be aware. That's what, that's what they're doing. <laughs> Not being weirdos, they're well, they kind of are, but yeah. they're still playing a game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Anyway, continuing on to you know teacher expectations. There's another teacher, um, Matthew Marquette. We all well, I call him Marquette. A lot of people call him Matthew. I mean, a couple of people call him Matthew. A lot of people call him Marquette. We're gonna call him Marquette. <laughs> um, he actually sent me a PowerPoint. Yeah, which I actually like. Yeah. I like a lot of the a lot of the topics or points that he brought up. Yeah, I asked him today, actually, because I kind of forgot, you know, to ask the teachers. And I asked him today, and he's like, that's a lot to text. You know, <laughs> coincidentally, I'm teaching my beginner class keys to success in a PowerPoint. Do you just want the PowerPoint? I was like, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so he emailed it to me, and I was looking over it, and... Yeah, it was a good list. It's it's a really good list. Yeah. Topic number, well, not topic, but item number one, which is really big, motivation. Yes. You need to have motivation to do your work. It's basically figure out what motivates you to spend long hours just doing your work and use it to carry through your degree and your career. Even in life, like having the motivation to do things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly is that. I mean, and I like where he said motivation to do long things because there are going to be projects that you're going to be spending a lot of hours in, you know, uh, just doing where you're pretty much going to have to decide what's more important, getting an A in this class and succeeding, you know, or going to sleep and failing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, it really is a big decision because if you fail, well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not made out of money. That's a lot of money to throw yeah. in the drain. And I'm not willing to do that. So You're I mean, already spending so much just to be in the class. <clears throat> you should want to try. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, yeah. It's like, like in the, you know, in the military, we always just say, embrace the suck. Yeah. That's it. it. It sucks. Deal with it. You embrace it. You continue on. You keep rolling with it. And, and you get it done. I mean, like, we were just... I was just talking to Haley just, you know, before the podcast, you know, about some of the projects that we did for network security. Me and my buddy Roger, we were up for like 14 hours, like straight just getting, you know, one of our finals done. We we started at like 5 o'clock on a Friday and didn't get done till Saturday, like 8, 11, you know. Yeah. Like by the time we actually like calmed down, relaxed, and 
you know, we're able to go to sleep. I mean, it wasn't until 11, but we stayed up all night. And we had a class that morning, <laughs> you know. Like, our class started that, you know, on Friday morning. So, we were already up yeah. from Friday morning, you know, for the full day. We were tired, you know. We were, you know, our eyes were all red. And we were just like, man, we need to get some sleep. Yeah. But we were done. We got an A. And that's what mattered, you know. So, it's like we had a partner who decided not to show up, you know, but I mean, that didn't, that didn't stop me or him. You know, yeah. we did what we had to do, whether we got any drinks, food, music, whatever we good to keep us rolling, you know, keep us motivated. That's what we did. <laughs> and it definitely gets harder the more, or the longer you're in college. Senioritis is a big thing. You thought high school was bad, man. Once you get to college, you are ready to graduate. You mm-hmm. just want to be done. Like, it was hard for me to motivate myself the last couple of semesters. And not take shortcuts. Yeah. But you really just got to push through it. And it, it's going to be hard. Like, this last year has been extremely difficult mm-hmm. for me. And it it was hard to want to finish class. Everything just kept throwing wrenches at me. Life just kept throwing wrenches. Yep. And it's, it, once things happen, it, it just, it's going to happen. Yeah. You just have to learn to push it aside for two seconds to get this one assignment done yeah Once and that's get... exactly that yeah you got to push it aside like not that whatever's going on is not important yeah but whatever's done is already done deal with what you have to yeah. deal with now because sometimes a deadline for school is a deadline and they are not you know some depending on the on the you know on the grade or or the the assignment like no Sometimes they're just not willing to extend it a day or two. You know, it's like, if it's due on the 15th, it is due on the 15th, and that is that. Like, and that's where it comes to asking your instructors again. Yeah. It's like, if you just let them know what's going on, they will help you. Yeah. If they know you absolutely cannot do your assignment this week, they can push back for another week or two, yeah. depending on what you need. But it's just, it, it gets hard. It gets really hard to find motivation. Yeah. But then you have this thought, like, I'm wasting thousands of dollars. Oh my God, that deadline is coming tomorrow. If I don't get this done, I will not graduate. Paranoia kicks in really yeah. hardcore. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, but that it also ties into the next item: work ethic. Yes. You need to have a good. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say need, but you should. Yes. Have a good worth ethic. Worth. Ethic. Oh my God, I cannot <laughs> work <talk>. ethic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's closely tied to motivation. It, it's simply how hard you work. But and not just that is like, especially like in UAT, and I know other colleges, they're very big on group projects, mm-hmm. group assignments. Having good work ethic also shows that when you're in a group, you're putting in your you know your portion of the work yeah you know there's three y'all everybody does their their part the assignment gets done a lot easier or it's a lot better you know or whatever there's four you know everybody put whatever it is everybody puts in the same amount yeah right don't be that guy like i've had a numerous you know groups where you know it was me and me and roger one time it was me and john you know we had a big final we had to do and there was like five of us, and me and John were really the only ones that did it. Like the day of the final, we were still working on it together, and uh, we had to present. And I mean, it was just like 
Yep, nope, it was just me and John. Yeah. Like, you know? And there is nothing wrong with, you know, saying that that third person didn't do anything. No. Because yeah, don't, don't think, yeah. I, and I, that's another good thing because people don't want to be mean about yeah, it or... They, they want to ensure that the other person has a good grade, but really, you're just letting them slide off. So, yeah, let them, yeah, they're working off your back, essentially. Yeah. So, like, there was there was this one class I had with Scott, and it was a team of six. And there was this one person that didn't help at all. Yeah. And we were supposed to meet, at, like, sometime after class or a little bit before, and I saw her. She saw me see her. Like that Kevin Hart, I seen you see me see you. It's like you know I know you're there, but it's like we 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 had eye contact. Yeah, you know I saw you. I know I saw you. Yeah, and you you gave me this look like yeah I'll be there in a second. Sure, I go upstairs. We get our stuff done. She's nowhere to be found. Yeah, I was like. You were just downstairs. What is more important than getting this assignment done? Yeah. And a lot of instructors, especially here at UAT, they will have reviews Mm -hmm. for your group. And during those reviews, a lot of people said that she wasn't a part of it. Yeah. Of course, she's not going to get the grade that we get, but she did her own personal works but not the group work. Yeah. So that's the only way she probably passed the class. To my knowledge, I'm yeah. not entirely sure. I'm only speculating. But if she did her work, why didn't she help us put it together for the final? Yeah. And Yeah, I've got that a couple of times. And, and, and especially with Scott too with some of his classes uh man, I think what was it? I'm not sure it was I think it was the I think it was a BCDR class. Yeah. I wanna say it was a BCDR. Business continuity Maybe and disaster, disaster recovery. recovery. Yeah. Um, pretty dry class, but it was the same class actually. Yeah, but it's for network security. It is important to know and to understand and know how to write them. Either way, we, we had a we had a big group. I mean, because there was only like man, like maybe ten people all together in that class because it was a night class, and so he broke us off into two groups of five. Well, the group that I was in, I mean, it was like the same thing. Me and one other guy pretty much were the only ones doing it. Um, the other three people. They hardly ever showed up to class, and when they did, and we had to do group projects, it was just me and the other guy, just spitballing ideas off each other and writing them down, and you know, doing the assignments, writing the reports. And these reports are not easy; they are super hard, super technical. If you do not know how to technical write, you better learn. You better learn. (laughs) It is it is a it is its own writing, and a lot of teachers like it. Mm. Um, I hate it. I'm good at it. I hate it though. Um, but I actually, I mean, I'm actually pretty decent at it. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't learn that until the upper level courses. Yeah. And that's all they expect is technical, right? Yeah. Nothing else. Cause like I, it got to a point where, you know, again, I'm not very technical. So I had all of the technical people like do the work, tell me how they're doing it and show me the steps. And then they took the screenshots, put it in the document and I just put it together. Yeah. So it's like. I, I was basically the editor. It's like, I know how to make it layman, yeah. but also figure out what you're trying to say. Exactly. So that was pretty much the thing, one thing I'm good at. Yeah. So like the one thing I know I can do is paper write, probably, you know, doing all the documentation, 
maybe policy right. Yeah. Maybe. And then I know a lot about social engineering. Yeah. Everything technical, <laughs> man, that was hard for me. That was hard to retain. Yeah. So. And, and going back to that, I mean, it was exactly that. Like, after the class was over, we actually went and talked to Scott and we're like, you know, hey, Scott, you know, we want to talk to you about something with our group. And he was like, yeah, sure. I mean, he was, you know, really open about it. We let him know. He's like, okay. He's like, well, tell you what. You two turn in what you guys have done. Mm-hmm. And I'll make everybody else turn in their own version of what was being done in class. So if they don't show up, then their grade is a zero on it. And me and him were like, okay, that works. Like, that that actually works out great. Yeah. You know? Um, and that wasn't the only one. I mean, there was another one in Kelly's. It was the same thing. It was like, hey, you know, there's four of us. Three of us are doing all the work. This other guy hardly ever shows up to class. When he does or when it's time to do a group project, he always leaves. Or, you know, we see him expecting him to come to class and we're like, dude, like, we know you're not busy. Yeah. This is your first class of the day. <laughs> we know you're not busy. We know you're up. Like, come on. And, you know, Kelly put us all aside and he was like, all right, you're going to have to go to a different group or start on your own because they've been doing all the work. Yeah. You know, so don't be that guy. Have good work ethic. Put in the work. Be a team player. It's, I mean, working in groups sucks, you know, but... A lot of times you're, it's the, it's the hand you're dealt. So mm-hmm. you just deal with it. You know, that that's literally it. Yeah. And I can't say it enough. Yes. Just, just try. Yeah. <laughs> Again, ask questions. Ask your teammates. Ask the teacher. You will get help. You will get help. Yeah. Whenever you need it. Anyway, continuing on. Um. The next thing is uh, finding your true priorities. Oh, yes. Yeah, priorities <laughs> is everything. Some some people do not have their priorities set straight. You know, should I do my homework or can I play another three hours of Overwatch? That was the biggest thing, was people playing Overwatch or League of Legends or whatever, just video games in general. They were like, I'm going to play another hour. I can I can handle another hour. Yeah. I can do another hour. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's Sunday. Like, where the fuck did the time go? Yeah. What? Uh, this assignment's due in like two hours. I'm this is gonna... a five-hour assignment. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've done that once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a lot. Um. You know, and it, yeah, because it does suck. Because I mean, especially like for our school, like. Yeah. You know, we this is a nerd slash geek school. Everything here we do is technology. So it's either you're playing with your playing your games or you know your toys your you know your dr- drones or whatever it is you're doing something kind of fun and it takes you off what you're doing you know um so it, it's exactly that you got to prioritize i mean it got to the point with some of the classes i was like shit i think i went like a month without playing the game <laughs> you know and i was like god damn yeah. and i was like dying because it's like i go home and like it's right there in front of me I can turn it on, <laughs> but it's like, no, I already know if I play one game, I'm going to play two, and then yeah. it's going to be like just 10 more minutes, and then it's going to be yeah. an hour later, and I'm still saying 10 more minutes, you know? So there was times I would just put it away, you know, close it where I can't see it, and I'm like, like I want to play, but I'm like, crap, I need to yeah. get the assignment done. And it happens. I mean, it happens. But you got to, what's more important? Homework for games. You know? <laughs> 
homework or paying all that money. Yeah. <laughs> and see, like, later in this PowerPoint, I'm just going to bring it up now because it ties in really closely. But, you know, working well with others for the group assignments, but also being social. So <laughs> that's where... That's where my priorities kind of hindered because I was always homework, but also hang out friends. Yeah. It's like, eh, I'm the social butterfly. You know, I will go talk to you. But once I start talking to you, it ends up turning into a 30 minute conversation. Yeah. And I do that all the time. Cause like, uh, like a semester or two ago, I think it was my second to last, I was doing my internship and we would get out of class a little bit early and I end up, you know, standing outside with my buddies Isaac and Alyssa, and we're just talking about all kinds of random shit. Like, we'll talk about what we talked about in class, and like, bring in our own little topics, and blah, blah, blah. Someone else comes up to the group, I say hi to them. Of course, you can't not say hi to them, they're standing right in front of you. And it's like, I'm talking and talking, I check the time, and I was supposed to leave like 10 minutes ago, I was like, oh shit, I gotta go to work, bye guys, and I start running in my car, and I'm like, huh. So it's, <laughs> and then for majority of college, I, I never lived on dorms. Yeah, me either. So I, I always had to go home. I never had, I didn't have my own car. It wasn't until like maybe a year ago or so I started using my aunt's car and, yeah. you know, being able to drive back and forth. But there was times I still had to go pick her up. Yeah. So a lot of my homework had to be done at school mm-hmm. because I didn't have the programs at home. So if I didn't get it done, I was SOL until the next day. Yeah. And it's like... But then, well, then while you're doing there, all your friends see you and yeah. they're like, hey, what's going Saying on? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. I think my best semester was my second semester. That was my absolute best. There was... My first semester was really rocky. Like, to say the least. Really rocky. Um, a lot of things happened my first semester. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> a lot of things happened my first semester. But, That's, but because a lot of things happened in your first semester, you didn't have to deal with them in the second. You're right. You're so absolutely it, right. Yeah. So, so it, it definitely set me straight really quick. Mm-hmm. But second semester came around, and it was it was a weird it was a weird time. Yeah. It was I was sleeping half the day, and the other half I was strictly doing homework. Yeah. Like I was sitting at the same computer every day at the exact same time until class. Yeah, I think, uh, man, well, honestly, most of my semesters were, like, damn near, like, work weeks. Because it's, like, I lived, in, like, an hour plus away. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to drive an hour back and forth all day wasting gas. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. So pretty much once I got to school, I stayed at school until my last class. And, man, sometimes it just sucked where it was, like, well, you need this class you know, to advance and, you know, and progress in your degree, but it starts at six. Yeah. And it's like, crap. I remember And that. it was like, all right. And it's like, well, when can I start this class? And it's like, oh, that one starts at 930. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> so so then, you're here all day. So I'm long. here from like nine because, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, hit traffic. So I'm here from like nine to, and then that night class ends up being like two hours. Yep. So it's like, cool. From nine to about nine, I'm yep. here. And yeah, in between I have other classes and whatever in between the classes, I you know, that. I'll, I'll do, I, yeah, I take a nap or I do homework, try to get that out of the way, you know. I think, I think that was my second or third 
semester when I had that super late class. Yeah. It's always a two-hour class, 6.30 mm-hmm. to 8.30. One, like, I had two classes, one on Monday, <laughs> one on Wednesday. Two different classes, yeah. both two hours at yeah. that late night. I was like, shit. So at that time, I was being dropped off by my aunt. And I get, because she has to go to work by 8 o'clock. Yeah. So I'm already here at 7, 7.30. And that's when I saw Joel and Krista and all of them yeah. come in. And he used to always come up to me. He's like, why are you here? He's like, because I'm getting dropped off. You know, I'm always here. I'm just busy bee. Yeah. Not really. I'm just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing anything at the moment because I had just gotten there. And so he would always say hi to me every morning. And then I would be there when he leaves. And he's like, why are you still here? I was like, because I have a class in like 30 minutes. He's like, damn. Yeah. Weren't you just here at 7 this morning? I was like, you're yeah. right. This is every day. Yeah. So I was here from 7 to 8.30. I mean, sometimes that just... That's just one of those obstacles that just come in the way. Yep. You know, and I would just be like, all right, cool. One week down, 14 more to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then try to plan the next semester where I don't have to be there at 6 o'clock. I'm yeah. like, when's the earliest? <laughs> Which brings us to the next point that he makes in this PowerPoint is scheduling your work time. Yes. So, like, when you know you have two hours between class or, you know a couple hours before class or whatever use that time to do your work or again make a calendar or to-do list and it'll help you like regulate your week you can schedule your work you can schedule your class schedule that hangout time so like if you do things during the day you would have your night to relax or to hang out with friends or to play your video games whatever but if you have a set schedule then you're able to do the things you want. Yeah. I didn't have the set schedule. The only time I had the schedule was my second semester. <laughs> that was the only time things worked. And uh, Portillo, who was one of my art teachers, again, first semester, not the best, uh, I wasn't here to you know use the software and stuff, so my work wasn't always up to par. And then second semester rolled around, and I was turning in things left and right, got mm-hmm. things done a little bit early. You mm-hmm. know, I had that work schedule. And he, like, towards the end of the semester, he looks at me, and he's like, you know, you surprised me this semester. I was like, did I? How? He's like, last semester, I thought you were going to be the problem student. Like, you, you just weren't. You weren't up there. Yeah. And then this semester, you've been turning things in, and you've been doing really well and, you know, getting your shit done. So you really surprised me. I was like, that means a lot. That yeah. really means a lot. Yeah, I, I would say that, especially um, especially with Kelly's classes. I was always, like, my first semester, you know, especially with being network security, a lot of stuff, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what he wanted. I learned that semester real quick. When we talked about the minimum part, I learned that one real quick. I was like, cool. I put in the work. I did the five pages that he wanted. I broke it down. I'm like, why did I get like a 75? Yeah. Like, I did exactly what he wanted to do. You know, and then it comes to find out, like, nope, nope, nope. You got to do more. A m- much more. And yeah. I was like, all right. Um, but yeah, yeah, first semester was rough. After, I think after those first couple of classes, you get through them. Um, 
it's easier to to know what you know with the following semesters what to expect and you kind of already know the ropes a little bit more yeah and for UAT specifically we we have a couple of hours in class and then you have a certain amount of hours you're expected to do outside of class which to us is the asynchronous stuff yeah um but if you have a three credit 15 week course you should expect to spend 10 hours to work on it for that one course. Yeah. Two of that being in the actual classroom. Yeah. But if you have the seven and a half week course, you have to work 20 hours, mm-hmm. but four of that being in the classroom. Yeah. So it really depends. It, it really needs you to have that set schedule. It's like, I'm going to work mm-hmm. on this course, you know, this time and this one at this time. And, kind of make it easier on yourself so you know when to make progress yeah because like going back to like the network security um yeah like i learned that one probably like probably third semester yeah <laughs> probably third semester where it was like you know what i always felt like i was putting in enough hours and you know first and second especially second i bumped up quite a bit and i was like all right cool but I still wasn't there, and then I yeah. was like, you know what, I'm I'm just not putting in enough hours. So then it's like, I will try to do as much homework as I can beginning of the week. So then like, Thursday, Friday, I'd be here. It was pretty much like if I didn't have homework, or I didn't have anything I need to turn in. I was just up in the in the cyber cave, just reading on shit, trying stuff out on different machines, just pretty much learning anything and everything I can about network security outside of class yeah you know and it was i mean between the two days i was putting in probably about you know maybe like eight or nine hours a day you know on just learning more stuff and it's like i that's what i had to do yeah and that's basically what asynchronous is is learning more about what you're doing outside of the classroom yes so it's definitely going to help you later and that that goes for any college or any student you know worker whatever if you do things outside of it just to help better your knowledge, you will be a hundred times better yes. at what you do. Yeah. And you would learn so much more. And then you can bring that up in a discussion. Be like, hey, I just found out this, which relates to this. You know, can you tell me more? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, how this correlates? And then you can strike up conversations with your instructors or your peers or whatever. And it just gets your brain it gets your brain going. Yeah. And, and it's a good way to honestly also by putting in the work and learning other things, it helps to figure out your niche. Yeah. You know, what you're good at um, and other, you know, other areas where you need to work on, you know, yeah. and that, and that really does help. I mean, you don't know what it is until you start trying things. You're not going to try things unless you start putting in the work for it. Yeah. You know, just try it out and see what it does for you. Yeah. And especially with the art classes, this will kind of like lean into the next portion for art, for DV, for anything that you might be doing, like projects, papers, um, art pieces, whatever. Create a portfolio. UAT is a big advocate for making a portfolio. So that way you can show it once you get to the industry, once you graduate. Yes. It, it shows what you can do. But it doesn't have to be just for us. 
it can be for anyone. If yeah. you have art, if you have a video, if you have, you know, that paper that you spent 20 plus hours on, that can help you benefit for getting a job in, let's say, an IT position or whatever. They want to know that you can do these things. Always keep your stuff. Keep even the littlest assignment yeah. and build upon it. Put it in your portfolio. Make it look nice. Show them that you can do it. And employers would love to see that. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people go, especially art students, like, we're always told to have a portfolio. Yeah. Network security? Eh, not so much, but... Yeah. I, honestly, for me, my portfolio helps just because I'm not... I'm not real savvy with the lingo. Yeah. You know, like, if somebody were asking me a question... You know what is this and this? I'm like immediately I get a brain fart. Like I I don't know if I just, my mind just gets nervous about it. Yeah. You know, but I'm like you know what? Let me show you. Like I can show you. Like I know I know how to do exactly what you're asking me to do. Yeah. I can do it. I can show you. Or better yet, I actually have work to prove it. You know, like here it is. You know, yeah. like this is what I've created from scratch. You know, and they'll look and be like, oh okay, oh wow, all right, cool. Like I'm. And I would tell people I just have a difficult time explaining what it is. Yeah, you know, it, it puts things where words fail you. So, like, if you know you can do it, but you get really nervous in an interview and you're like, I, I don't know what you mean, but my portfolio has it. I did that. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just brain fart. Yeah. And with network security, it's a big thing to know that you can retract information. Mm-hmm. And retracting information is just hiding things that are important to a company, but no one else needs to know. Exactly. And I don't know if you... No, I don't think you were here for it. But there was one student who put up an unredacted form. And immediately, like, they failed that objective. And it's like, do you see your mistake? Yeah. Do you see it? Because if you put this information here, employers are going to see it as you're giving information away. Mm-hmm. That's not pertinent to anyone outside of it. Correct. So, but it's things like that. Yeah. Put a portfolio together. It, make it look kind of nice. You don't necessarily have to have your own domain name, but... And on top of that, put your best assignments. That, yes. That illustrate that objective that because like for us we all have objectives we have to meet and it and each objective describes the the skill set that we have to achieve well i'm not gonna put in week one assignment because i'm like wow that looks like trash mm-hmm. I mean, but i might oh. i might put in midterm or i might put in my final or somewhere in between an assignment where i'm like oh man this one i did this one really really good it illustrates everything perfectly this is what i'm going to use you know, to illustrate that, yes, I can do it and I can meet the quality, yeah. you know. And a big thing that the art teachers advocate for is to keep it updated. Yes. So, like, update your work. If you have a week one assignment, but you learned something from week 13, build upon that week one assignment mm-hmm. and bam, now you have a new portfolio piece. Yeah. So, like, I have this here, but now I have tools from here to help me better this one. Yeah. So, it's just... Update it semi-periodically. 
Um, my portfolio personally hasn't been updated in a couple of months, but that's because I've been on a hiatus right now. But now with this podcast, I'm getting back into the art. I'm getting back into this. This is something I can put in my portfolio now. Yep. So employers will want to see that. I have a very rounded skill set. I do photography. I do art. I know network security stuff. I am becoming a Jane of all trades, and I love it. <coughs> so it's keep things updated. Put in a portfolio. You know, upkeep with your skills. Yeah, for sure. You will lose them if you do not practice them. Yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah. And I think the biggest point that Mark Quit makes in this PowerPoint is grades is not everything. Yes. Like, it, it's not an end-all, be-all, but that's not to say you shouldn't get good grades. Like, you really should. Yeah. But we, they understand when unforeseen things come, come into play. So, like, like we were talking about earlier, if yeah. something happens in your life and it just forces you not to be able to do that assignment, then talk to them. Tell them, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Like, last, last year, um, I took a summer semester because I needed it in order to stay on track to graduate this past May. But also during that summer semester... I had some really big family issues arise and I had to go down to Tucson for a couple of weeks and I missed like 17 days of classes. Yeah. And for us, for UAT, if you miss 15 days, you're withdrawn. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point where my counselor, you know, I was talking to my counselor, I was talking to my teachers, be like, this is what's going on. I will work on it when I can. And my counselor was like, you know, just checking in on you, seeing how you're doing. Um, when will you be back? And I was like, I plan to be back on this Monday. I, you know, yeah, things are just, you know, slowly, you know, getting back to semi-normal. And she's like, okay, well, as long as you're here this upcoming Monday, we will not have to withdraw you. Yeah, you know, because I've upkept with them, I've kept them updated. I did my homework while, you know, while sitting in the waiting room for most of the time, and. You know, I got it done periodically as I could, but they understood, you know, if I didn't get it in, it's not necessarily my fault. Yeah. So it may have hindered my grade if I didn't get all the objectives, but I can also go back and redo it. Yeah. Depending on the teacher. Life happens, people. Yeah. Life happens, whether it's your life or, you know, a loved one, we get it, you know, they school gets it, yeah. you know, and it's exactly that. Like, don't be afraid to ask to... Let them know. I mean, people who go at the last minute and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't show up for this reason, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're going to, they're not going to be as enthusiastic to help you out versus, you know, hey, you know, you've missed two or three days and then you go and talk to them like, hey, this is what's going on right now. So that you know, I'm probably going to be missing more days, but it's for these reasons. Not because I don't want to go to class or I'm not trying to show up, but it's, an emergency, a yeah. family emergency, and the, you know, and it's exactly like Haley said. Like they are willing to work with you. They are willing to, you know, extend deadlines and let you know. Like, you know, I've had one of the teachers tell me like, you know what? Concentrate on these two assignments. They're very big. We can worry about everything else. I can push the deadlines on all the other 
you know, minor assignments back. Mm-hmm. Make sure these two are turned in, though. So you have two weeks or three weeks to work on two assignments that are very big. And then the other small ones, you could just get done, you know, throughout the rest of the, the semester. Yeah. And, and they're willing to do that, which is cool, you know. And that helped me a lot because I think it was Scott. Pretty sure it was Scott. Like, I did all the big assignments that I really needed, but he opened up the due date for later when I got back. Yeah. So like I, I just had to learn it at, at my own pace and you know do it as I could, but a lot of teachers are more than willing to open it up if you ask them and before the deadline. Yeah, don't do it like the day before. Yeah, it's like an assignment's due Sunday you know, at ten p.m., but you're calling them at seven. Be like, hey, I haven't gotten it done. I have this question. You should have asked them on Friday yeah. and not on Sunday. Don't be that douche. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, if your grade hinders, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Because like he says, or like Marquette says, it's when you graduate, they're not going to ask you about GPA. No. They're going to ask you for your portfolio. Honestly, the only time they're going to ask for a GPA is if you're doing like, during school, if you're doing like an internship. Yeah. Outside of that. No one, no one asks. You could, no one even cares because in the end, all they want to know is, can you do the work? Yeah. Can you do the job that I'm gonna hire you for? Yeah. You know, I've known people who get terrible grades, but they are freaking geniuses. Yeah. As for on the computer, so it's like, who cares? Like honestly, like, you know, they passed. Okay, well there it is because they never got asked. Oh. You got your bachelor's degree? Okay, well, what was your GPA? Yeah. Like, it matters, you know? Because <laughs> you have so many electives and, and other, you know, classes that don't even go or aren't even, you know, don't even go with your degree or aren't even degree-specific. It's like, all right, uh, cool. Um, well, I felt all my degree-specific class or barely pass them, but good thing I got an A on, on English, you know, science, because that's going to help my GPA. That's going to yeah. help you think that... I know this. No, they don't give a shit. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna know, you know. But it's things like that, and it's a lot goes into it. But those are gonna be te- teacher expectations. They expect you to do all of this. Yes. But then we have the students. Yes, ours are much different. <laughs> so like much- a, a lot of our a lot of our opinions align with the teachers. Yes. But then there's the other half, you know, the ones who actually. You know, went through it. Yes, teachers went through it too. They understand, but then there's the the other side that teachers don't tell you. And I think we're gonna start with John. Yeah, John wasn't here uh, today. Obviously, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, but he was kind enough to give us a list. So thank you for this, John. <laughs> here is John's words. Um, and a lot of the a lot of the things that he has, um, me and him have discussed. Me and Haley have discussed. All three of us have discussed together. You know, on separate occasions outside of a podcast. So, I mean, but he, what he wrote down was a very good list. So, let's just go with um, number one. We'll just start down the list. Uh, he put, learn how to cook at least three dishes. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, learn more, but don't be the person that says they don't know how to cook. God, yes. Yeah. I have seen so many friends, including Roger and Putting you on blast for this too, <laughs> um, where it was like, "What are you eating? Peanut butter?" You know, what? he's like, "Why? Like, why don't you cook me?" Um, 
either I don't have food or I don't know how to cook. It's like, dude, why don't you know how to cook? Like, why don't you know how to cook? Like, you're 20 something. Oh my goodness. Like, taco salad is like the easiest yes, thing in the learn world. Learn to cook. Even if it's simple as meals, learn how to cook. It's really not that hard. Um, I mean, spaghetti. I grew up Mexican, so I learned how to cook from like the age of 10. <laughs> you know, but hey, I'm thankful for it because yeah. even now as an adult, I don't need somebody to cook something for me. I should make it myself, you know, if I really want to. Mm. And, you know, chicken. Chicken's super easy. I mean, you pretty much season it, clean it, season it, throw it in the oven, 350 for about, you know, 25, 30 minutes, and it's it's done. Yeah. You know, just check the middle. Make sure it's not pink. It's that simple, people. Make sure chicken and poultry is not pink. Steak, <laughs> eat it as raw as you want. Fish. Yeah. Go crazy. If you like sushi, yeah, sure. it's raw fish. If you like it cooked, it's cooked. Yeah. You know, but it's very simple. Learn how to cook three meals. At least. At least three meals. Obviously, learn to cook more. Plus, out there, ladies like a man that can cook. You know. Not wrong. <laughs> yes. They, they, they do like that. It is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. To tie that in, I, I had put on Facebook, you know, like advice they would give freshman in college and to tie into that one my mother actually said don't forget to eat real food yes because ramen as good as it is you cannot have that all the time no yakisoba which is nasty as fuck yeah absolutely hate yakisoba yeah but ramen good once in a while cereal it's good all the time but yeah. you really shouldn't just eat cereal you need other proteins and stuff I would probably say those are good for when you're in a pinch. Yeah. For those who don't know, in every, just about every college area, there are, um, oh my God, uh, there are farmer markets. You know how much fruit and vegetables you can get for $30? I mean, I am talking about at least 30, 40 pounds of fruit and vegetables for about $30. That's much more than you're going to get at any grocery store. And it supports the local uh, local farmers, which is good. Um, but, I mean, if you are that kind of person where, like, crap, I'm in a pinch, only got 20 bucks, you know, and you spent some of it on ramen and you're like, crap, I need some other food for the rest, for the rest of the week, go to a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Grab some potatoes. Make yourself a baked potato with that. Grab some butter. You know, the oranges, okay. apples, bananas, stuff, <laughs> fruit. Like she was saying, real food yep. that you can eat. Don't just, you know, snack on the same stuff. That will go far. It is helpful. It is useful. And it's right there. I'm pretty sure you can either catch a bus or ask a buddy on campus that has a car or something. Or, hell, even get an Uber if you need to. You know, bike. but yeah, bike. Walk if it's that close. But most people don't think about farmer's market. Use them. They're, they're good. They're useful. Sprouts. Yeah. Sprouts is really big. Yeah. You know, that way, I mean, you're saving money, too. You know? Yeah. Generally. Yeah. But. Uh, number two on his list, along with, uh, we're talking about saving money, use every student discount you can from tech to food and movie discounts. You can get laptops from HP, Dell, Apple, by just having a student email, which is true. That's actually how I bought my laptop. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I Keep your student IDs. Always keep your student IDs. Even after graduate. Yeah, because they, a lot of your IDs do not have the year. No. It's just, it's just there. 
you may look super young, but you could be in your masters for all you care. Yeah. But like Harkins movie theaters, discount. Every mm. after six o'clock, it it becomes basically a matinee price because right now it's at like ten dollars. But student discount, you only pay eight. Yeah. And um, I mean, even streaming services, whether it's Netflix, uh, I know Amazon Prime mm-hmm. for the year instead of paying the ninety nine dollars, it's only like uh, it's half, so it's forty nine. Microsoft. Um, Microsoft, if you want to do Spotify. Spotify is typically $10 a month. If you use your student discount, it's $4 a month, $3.99. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, if you have it, a lot of times they just want that student um, email, and you're yeah. going to get one. You know, use it. Look it up. There's a lot of places um, that provide that, you know. And Sony, you go on a lot of stuff on Sony on their website. You may not find it on the PlayStation Network, but if you go to Sony, which is obviously by PlayStation, you can buy a PS4 from there with a student discount. Same thing with Microsoft. You can do that. Programs. Luckily, our school gives us a lot of programs for free Mm -hmm. or whatever programs we do have to pay for. It is at a student price. Look for all that. They are lifesavers. Trust me. I still use them. (laughs) I still use them. Well, you're also still in school, too. Yes. Well, no, no. I'm already done. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last, uh, that's what the ultimate reason for this was, yeah, yeah. you know, for the SIP. So, yeah, I'm already done with uh, the SIP and and that. But, I mean, I, keep, st- keep yeah, I, I still use it. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, if it, why am I going to pay $100 when I can pay half yep. and get the same service? That's just, that's my thing. If I can get the same service for paying less, and all I have to do is show you either my student ID or my email. Here, have it. Yeah. Have at it. Take a look. You know, look how goofy I was or whatever. Either way, use it. There's a lot of discounts, a lot of benefits that come with it. I find it really funny because Tucson is a really big college town because of U of A. Mm-hmm. And when I was down there, I went to the Hut, which is a bar down on Fourth Fourth Avenue, and I don't know what day it was. But when we were going, it was a five dollar uh, entrance fee, mm-hmm. unless you had your student ID. And I was like, <laughs> "Shit!" Because I don't know where it is at the moment. Mm. It's somewhere in my room. <laughs> but like somewhere in Tucson. Yeah, it was like, but I do have access to my courses, and they're like, "Well, can can I see it?" So I logged into Canvas and I showed them like these are classes I've been in, and you get in. So like, if you can prove that you're in college with an ID or your courses which Canvas has a mobile app, and I love it because it has saved me so many times. Yeah. Like, I can do my discussion posts in the car while my aunt's driving. Yes. And, you know, do my homework on the road. But it, it let me in, and student discounts, being a student is almost like being military. It, it gets you a lot of things. Yep. Which is great because cheaper movies, free entrance fee to a bar. Why not? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, why would I pay more if I'm getting the same service to or the same the product? same more. Yeah. And, I, if I'm pay, and I can pay less with a student ID or a freaking email account. That's like, another shot right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there it is. Yeah. Like, but yeah. it's like, it, it works on tech. It works on softwares. Photoshop, like Adobe products, I'm pretty sure has a student discount. Yes. So... Yeah, they actually have a great one. I'm actually waiting to get paid so I can download it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's only like 40 bucks, but it's like every everything Adobe. There's like 
twenty programs for thirty nine ninety nine, and it's normally like a hundred and twenty. I think yeah, I think it's like a hundred and twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a year? Or uh, uh, no, it's a year. It's a year worth. Oh, I might do that. Yeah, I'll show you after we're done. It's yeah, it's really great. I was like, ooh, I already have my little list. <laughs> yes, because I use Photoshop on a daily basis. That's actually one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Number three, uh, along with getting more discounts, <laughs> John loves this one. Uh, get a grocery coupon card. Um, some apps like you know, or grocery places like Fry's, they have their own apps. Walmart. Where you can actually download coupons uh, from other sites and load them onto there, so that when you check out, you just uh, those they'll scan your your phone, and every coupon that you have on there um, will be applied automatically. So you'll save more. And if you know you have a budget, which most mm-hmm. you know college students have a budget, I don't know one that didn't. Um, coupons grow. You know, coupons go great. Like. You know, you know, you don't have to search the whole thing. It's not like, oh, I have to go through every list. You just have to search for coupons of the things you want to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got, you know, $100 to last you all week for food and you like ramen it is, well, look for ramen coupons, you mm-hmm. know, or you're looking for fruit, look for fruit coupons, look for water coupon, you know, things like that. And a lot of these places are really cool. So you can like load up two or three coupons. You know, so instead of getting like fifty cents off, you know, you could get a dollar fifty off, and you're like, all right, cool. I just bought a case of water for a dollar. Yeah. You know. And that's that's one of the things that Austin had mentioned. Budget. Also, if you think you can afford it, like to have one, get a job while in school. Yeah. But try not to make it like the biggest priority. Make sure to tell them you are a full time student. Yes. They most places will work around your schedule. But be sure that's one of the first things you tell them too. Yeah. Don't tell them you can work full time and then be like, oh, what I meant to say was I'm a full time student. Yeah. (laughs) So like let them know I'm a student. I'm looking, you know, for some hours, get some experience. Um, But anything, just get some pocket change, you know. Yeah. Money to, to get you what you need, food, whatever, you know, that movie date, whatever. But if you can't, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Again. You will, you will have help if you ask for it. Yeah, but um, number four, he has uh, if you have leftover books that you don't need, you can look at you selling them, which is another great thing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, books. Well, in the earlier semester, I don't say now really so much because most books now are ebooks. But mm-hmm. in the earlier semester, we used to get a lot of still paper books. And uh, some of those courses are still around. I mean, sometimes people like a good paper book or a yeah. hard, you know, hardcover book. Um, and if you don't need it anymore, yeah, look into selling it. I mean, you already paid for it. You know, might as well try to get some money out of it, especially if it's still in good condition. You know, yeah, sell it for half of what you got it for. Get something back from it. Otherwise, it's just piling up, and you're gonna be that hoarder kid. And and then yeah. once you start hoarding. It never stops from there. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on the kind of person you are. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff I have in my room. I know. And shush. <laughs> and, you know, I just can't get rid of it. But, yeah, I like paper books versus ebooks. I yeah. hate I hate reading ebooks. I just want it in my hand. And I did that my first semester. I'm old-fashioned. I'm old-fashioned like that. Too. Yeah. I'm like, go kill a tree, put words on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, know, as sad but... as that sounds, we 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 love the earth, we yeah. love the trees, but I love a good book, like just to hold it and to flip through the pages and look for what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I did that my first semester because I looked in our library, and it had the book for that course, and I checked. Oh, that, yeah, that's another good thing then. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have to buy it. Look in the library and see yeah. if they have it. <laughs> if they have a library, you, they're more than likely to have the book that you need. Sometimes it's only one copy, which for this course it was. There was only one copy. And I checked it out, and I asked them to check it out for the whole semester. No one else is going to use that book. Everyone has an ebook, So, yeah. of course, they let me do it. They told me it was to the end of the semester, but apparently someone had put it towards a week before the semester. And I still needed it for my final. And it racked up $35 in fines. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to ask them, you know, why why do it? Why? And then it just left my mind. And when I come closer to graduation, those fines are still there. And it's like, shit. And if I would have handled it earlier, I probably could have gotten it off. But it's like... Fuck it. I'm just going to pay for it. So I paid for it like two, three dollars at a time. It took yeah. me a little while, <laughs> but I got it off. So try yeah. not try turn things in on time. Yeah. Goes in for assignments too. Assignments, library books, you know, just do things on time. Yeah. Saves a lot of headache. It does. It really does. Uh, number five, he has one. Oh, yes. This goes along with uh, the, the, you know, learning to cook. Uh, Learn to wash your clothes. Uh, he's like he's puts. I've always heard people say that they don't know, uh, they didn't know how. It's not that difficult, and you could just find a YouTube video to show you how. <laughs> yes, YouTube. It is very very easy, people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're embarrassed, go to the hallway, go somewhere in dark alley where no one's around. Call your mom and <laughs> ask her, Mom, I'm washing my clothes. What do I need to do? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. You know, how many scoops of detergent or how many... I mean, nowadays it's pretty easy. You just throw a pot in, separate your colors, and that's about it, no. right? But surprisingly, as easy as that, as that is, people still make it seem like it's rocket science. Yeah. And it's not. It, like, it really isn't. But learn to do it. That's not an excuse anymore. Growing up, maybe it was because we didn't have YouTube. Yeah. And the internet wasn't that big. You know, like it is now, so you probably could get away with it, but nowadays it, it really isn't. If you, you know, are embarrassed to ask your mom and dad, yeah, you know, and honestly, you can wash your clothes however you want because you can separate the colors, you cannot separate the colors. Yeah. Like, I've gotten to a point where I just throw everything in unless I know it bleeds. Like, there's one pair of my jeans that still bleed blue, and then all of my reds still bleed, yeah, so I keep those separate, but. Everything else, I just put in in the washer. Yeah. Did you hear that? No, oh. I think it's outside. Okay. There's like yeah. beeping, so it's yeah. distracting. Oh, yeah. I think it's like construction or something. Yeah. But anyways, like I throw everything in. My socks, my pants, my yeah. shirts, whatever. Yeah. One sock. Only one sock has turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I found out that my pants still bleed. Because that was the one white piece that I had in that load. Because for some reason, I missed that one sock when I did my other load. So, it's just learn how to do it. Figure out what works for you. Um, if yeah. it says hand wash, throw it in a pillowcase, tie it, and then put it on gentle. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't want. I don't like hand washing. Mm-hmm. I learned that trick from my aunt. Ever since then, I just throw in a pillowcase. All right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is simple. But yeah. Um, yeah. Even being here, our first couple of semesters. Yeah. You, you see kids where it's like, I'm pretty sure you wore that. It's Friday. Pretty sure you wore that Monday through Thursday. Yeah. Um, starting to stain brown from dirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, just just I mean I don't care if you walk if you wear the same stuff just at least wash it. Yeah. You know that way it doesn't stink. You know it's not that difficult. Like you said, you can YouTube this. Um, it's YouTube. literally step one throw throw clothes in. Step two turn the dial, or step two put in the detergent. Step three turn the dial and close the door and it's yep. done. You know that's really it. Uh, let's see. Uh, number six. Oh yeah, it's a good one. He said, in addition to number five, which we just went over, uh, you should take care of your personal hygiene. Shower and use deodorant. Yes, please. He's like, I knew a, new, uh, a few smelly kids from school, and you don't want to be that person. No, you do not. <laughs> Unless it's against your religion, which I totally understand, and I get that. Um, you know, I've been to the, I've been on deployment to the Middle East a couple of times. It is against some of their religion and their inner preference to not wear deodorant. So I get that. But if that is not your religion, that is not the way you grew up, put some damn deodorant yeah. on. Yeah. There is this Wash one, your ass. <laughs> there is this one student, and I don't remember what year it was, but, like, you could smell him down the hall. Yeah. And you knew he was coming. And mm-hmm. you're like, I know who that is. And you instantly went the other way. You don't want to be that person. You don't Honestly, want... I want to say that was second or third semester. Was it? Were I you still say... there for that? Yeah. 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 It's just... I get it. Like, you're and... doing that assignment 14 hours straight. You don't have time for a shower. But the moment you do, please take one. Carry yeah. deodorant on you. Body spray. But don't use too much. There are some people, that... like myself, who is extremely sensitive to smells. And when someone uses too much and they just decide to come hug up on you, you're like dying on the inside. Mm. You don't want to be rude, but also you're going to kill me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like there's two scents that give me a headache and one being coconut, one being mint. And every single time someone uses something along those lines, it's like, I got to leave. Or they use Axe or whatever. Yeah, I'm not big on coconut. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as a guy, trust me, Axe does not cover every smell. You're better <laughs> off for breezing that shit than you are using Axe. A breeze. Yeah, like no bullshit, trust me, because if you stink and you just spray your body full of Axe, all you're doing is just mixing the smells, and trust me, it doesn't make it any better. As someone who's used yeah. Axe and those kind of sprays before, it, it trust me, it doesn't make it any better. Yeah. And on top of personal hygiene... Wear shoes, people. Oh Wear my. shoes. It is not that difficult. Me, John, and Haley have all talked about this. We know that one kid who literally walked around the campus barefooted. Yeah. Not because he didn't own shoes. Not because he didn't own socks. He just walked around freaking barefooted, and his feet were black as shit. Oh. You know, and I mean, it was gro- It didn't matter whether he was in class, in the cafeteria, in the common. Which you can't. We can't. Mm-hmm. Our cafeteria doesn't allow you to go in there without shoes. No, it's probably not. It's a more. health risk. Maybe because of him now. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, it didn't matter where you would just see him. And he would just, you know, wear, I mean, he, he wouldn't wear anything. He would just be barefoot. So it's like, yeah. come on, people. Like, that's. 
Like, I get it. I've walked around without socks because it, it's been a long day. My shoes are hurting. Yeah. So I'll, I'll carry them. But I still have my socks on. Granted. And you're not doing it all day, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll do it for maybe an hour or two. Yeah. Or I'll sit at my computer that I usually sit at, and I'll just take my shoes off. Yeah. There. And that's not that big of a deal, but, you know, people do it. Hey, I'm doing it right now. My my, <laughs> I'm in my socks. We're recording. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not signing up. I'm not moving. But, no. yeah. I mean, just don't be that, that guy or that person that just walks around the campus barefooted going from class to class. Yeah. You know. I personally like shoes. Like, for me, it's comfortable to wear shoes. Yeah. But there are certain times when I just want to cross my legs and not have my soul just dig into my thigh. I'm just going to take my shoe off. Yeah. So. Yeah, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see what else. Oh, on top of that, uh, number seven, he has, if you have a shared shower area, buy a pair of swim shoes or sandals from a local store. Something cheap that you can wear in the shower. Uh, he said he used to use a pair because uh, he was not about to step in. God knows what. Um, yes, some of the dorms here, there are about, there's like, what, one toilet and a shower to two rooms, I believe it was. Yeah. Shared. So, yes, that is a shared area. Every, there's going to be four, probably yeah, four people minimum or maximum. They're going to be using it. Yeah. All you are going to be shitting in there or be taking a shower in there. You guys are grown adults. Clean up after yourselves. If everybody has to use it. Either take turns or I'll tackle that, you know, that shower and shitter together at the same time Man, and get it clean. Two at a time, because I've seen. Or I mean, yeah, they are pretty small. Yeah, you know? our our dorm dorms are relatively small. Yeah, I've seen U of A dorms too. Those are probably the same size, if not smaller. Okay. And I don't know how that works, but for U of A, I know mm-hmm. it's the dorm and then a hallway to the bathrooms. Yeah. Whereas UAT, it's Two dorms interconnected by a bathroom. Yeah. So each two rooms has one bathroom. There's a couple with their own private bathroom too. So. Yeah, depending on like the corner. And yeah. Stuff. But I mean, either way, clean that up. Nobody wants to step in other people's crap, and it, it's just very unsanitary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but even then, yes, always wear. You know, always wear something like that, especially if it's. You know, more than two people using that same shower. That's just yeah. my rule of thumb, you know, on that. Um, let's see. Uh, which we all oh, we already covered it. Number eight, clean um, shared areas, which we just went over. Uh, number nine, we kind of brushed over this on uh, earlier, but uh, create a portfolio with all your work. It is very important. You know, whether you're going to use, honestly, I would say save all your assignments. Whether you're going to use them for your portfolio or not, sometimes you're going to forget. But if you have all your assignments saved on a flash drive or a Google Drive or whatever it is, you can always go back and be like, oh, yeah, look, mm-hmm. I forgot about this. Here it is. It helps illustrate and demonstrate all the work that you've done. You know, And therefore, even though you're like, hey, look, I took this in semester one. I didn't think I was going to need it. Here I am at yep. my final semester. You are going to need it. Yep. You know, so keep it. It's always good to have it. And touching on that, my other aunt, you know, says always back up your work. Oh, yes. That's oh. a big fucking thing. Yeah. Because I've known a lot of students who will, like, especially at UAT, that'll save their work on a specific computer that they're usually sitting at, but... 
that one day they need that assignment, another student is sitting there. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait for them to leave before you can get it. And you never know when they're going to leave. So save it on a flash drive. Save it on Google Drive. Back it up somewhere so that way you have it if you need it and or if it gets corrupted. Yeah, because I've actually, that's happened to me. Um, one of our, I think it was like one of our midterms, man. It was due like on a Friday and uh, like Thursday morning. Like I went to, I went to the same thing. I'm like, crap, I forgot to save it on my flash drive. So I'm like, it's on the computer. When the computer, it wasn't there. This report had to be about 20 pages, 20, 20 plus pages. I was about 17 in. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm about to finish this last up conclusion. Nope. Thursday, I was pretty much all day Thursday and Friday for the most part. I was just cramming in these 20 pages. And it was really shitty. After that, I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. That's yeah. never going to happen again. I have put it on two, three, you know, flash drives if I need to. And Google Drive just to have it somewhere. Yeah. You know? I have everything from college. I have a lot of things from high school, too. Like, a couple of things. Yeah. But I have everything on two different hard drives. Yeah. One's a one terabyte, and then I backed it up on a two terabyte. But now my one terabyte is the backup, but I haven't, you know, yeah. switched things over yet. So, yeah, I, yeah, I have it on my two terabyte hard drive. Yeah. yeah. Back it up. Put it in somewhere you know you can get it. Google Drive is the biggest thing. It is the rise for college students. You can basically Skype on it. You can do assignments real time, ask questions real time. You have your assignments secured in one spot. Yeah. Google Drive is a student's best friend right now. Yeah. Especially if you work in those groups. Yeah. And it, you know, but you all can't be there at the same time, but yeah. you can all work on it at the same time. Yeah, it updates it in real time, like she was saying. You just share it with the rest of them, and as you're typing, it updates it. They can see it as they're typing. It updates it, and you can see it. So, yeah. I mean, it is really great. So, like, I've been a group leader in most of my groups, and Google Drive allows me to see what they're doing, and then I'll, like, be two lines below them. I was like, are you sure you want to say that? Is this what you really mean? Blah, blah, blah. And then proofread it as you go. You can make comments, edit, whatever. Yeah. It makes group projects easy so much easier <laughs> so much yeah and like i can do it on my phone i can do it on my mm-hmm. laptop anywhere yep so um number 10 he has network with people that are already in your degree field as they can help set up uh set you up with a job after school this is also true that's a very good one um like we have mentioned before all of our professors and some of the other people in network security yes uh, especially network security, it is not a big field. So whoever you do know, make sure you are in. I wouldn't say I'd say kiss ass, you know, but you know at least be on good terms with most people because, hey, you know you may be you know interviewing for a job and you see that person there and they could put in a good word for you mm-hmm. and be like, hey, when I was in school, that guy knew his knew his shit, you know, whatever. Or you can say, hey, you hired that dumbass, <laughs> you know, he was in my class. I'm much better than him. <laughs> um, either way, whatever. Um, but network, you know, word does get around, you know, so it is always good to have connections here and there. You never know where that person you sit next to, where they're going to be in two, three years. Who knows? They may be in at the dream company that you want to work at and they can get you in. So, yep. you know, definitely keep in contact with everybody. And that's a big thing that UAT's career services advocates is yes. networking. Get your name out there. Have your resume 
oh my gosh, have your resume. Yes. Because a lot of people will ask you for it, especially when you're coming close to graduation. Start it now, update it as you go, add that job, add that skill set that you just learned in that class. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you're good enough, like to say you're professional at it, say you're knowledgeable. So like or proficient. Yeah, not necessarily proficient, because like knowledgeable is I know about it. I generally oh, true. Yeah. I know the steps. Yeah. I need a little more help. Proficient is more like I can do this. Like yeah. I don't really need to ask questions. So proficient is more like a pro. Knowledgeable is more like I generally know what's going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would probably say updated like at the end of every semester because yeah. you never know. I mean. For that semester, you could be part of a group project. You could be part of a, you know, some school activity or something that mm -hmm. is gonna look good on your resume. You know, or you competed in an event or something that, hey, look, we won first place. Hey, we got second place, and you know, whatever it is, you know, yep. you can put it in there, and it'll definitely help you, you know, shine a little bit more. Your education, your work experience, maybe volunteers. They do like volunteer hours. One thing that they told me not to do is to put the year that you graduated high school because then they can date you. And some people won't hire uh, young adults because they feel like they won't have the experience. You want them to see what you can do, not how old you are and what they're going to stereotype you as. That's funny. I saw me one time where it's like current workforce and it was like, we're looking for uh, a young, mature adult between the ages of 21 and 25 with at least 30 years of experience. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like laughs> Basically, they, they expect you to have all of this experience. But if you had this one job that has customer service, money handling, you were a supervisor, but you were a supervisor at the age of 18, they're going to be like, mm, yeah. maybe it was their parents' workshop or whatever. It's not necessarily work experience. So just try not to put anything that will aid you. Just focus on what you can do. Yeah. They can get to everything else later. Yeah. That's, so. yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> number 11. Ooh, what's number 11? <laughs> uh, John oh. put, um, so on top of that, he put, wear condoms and be smart about who you're sleeping with. Um <sighs> You can take this topic. Yes. Um, definitely. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's Arizona or any state or, you know, anywhere. Pretty much, like, STDs are on the rise. Honestly, just be safe, people. Be safe. Know, know who you're sleeping with. Yeah. You know, and if you don't know, don't sleep with them. Like, honestly, that's You don't just... have to rush. Yes. Like, relationships aren't the biggest thing. Like, yes, you want to be in a relationship. You want someone to share these things with. But it's, you don't need it. Like, not, not especially if you're at school, honestly. Yeah. If you're as busy as we were, you're not really going to have time for it. Yeah. If you have a lot of time for a relationship, then you're not concentrating on school. Yeah. It's pretty much, that's like how it goes. Like, um... I mean, unless you have somebody who's in that same um, program as you are, and so you are dealing with a lot of the same classes, yeah, that's fine. But outside of that, honestly, it, it's it can be difficult, you yeah. know, because 
a relationship or a breakup can actually make your semesters uh, really difficult, you know. Um, so. Oh, man. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, you but, know, that's also another thing to consider, you know. And we're not saying that you don't have to have one or you shouldn't. You absolutely can. But if you do. It shouldn't sure, be a party. Yeah. yeah. Make sure there's a balance. Yeah. Like, you still have time to hang out with them. But if they know that you're working hard to get that degree and you know they're working hard to get that degree, then you guys should be helping each other, help yeah. benefit each other, help each other out when you can, but still having that time to do your work. Because if you find that person, you guys will understand. You will know yes. what it takes, what assignments you need to do. And knowing that you're not gonna spend 24 seven with the person that helps you it makes you less stressed that you don't have to work extremely hard to keep the relationship while also working really hard to get the degree yeah it should be a partnership yeah so yeah so with that yeah be very cautious um and like i said stds are on the rise yeah um (laughs) especially amongst uh, young adults so definitely definitely be careful no. Um, a lot of clinics uh, will do free checks. So if you do sleep with somebody that you're not so certain about because you went to a party, um, yeah, go to a clinic, get checked out. They're free. They will let you know right away if you got something or you don't. Um, so, you know, try not to go to the clinics too many times because you <laughs> won't be having that many incidences. <laughs> yeah. Um, so A lot of that rolls into the next few comments because John's list basically breezes over the other stuff but another comment specifically on the partying part um that alumni i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. this is the comment she was saying that alcohol will always be there yes it's not worth failing out of school getting yourself in thirty thousand dollars worth of school debt and getting no degree just for that party it's not a fair trade so everything should be in moderation. Mm-hmm. And I think she's absolutely right because it's really not worth all of those countless hours that you worked and then partying every week and stop doing your schoolwork. Yeah. So again, ties in with motivation, ties in with, you know, work ethic. If you can get your stuff done and have a balance for a social life, a party life, whatever. Keep things in moderation. Know the balance. Balance is key. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, and oh, and one of the last things that we were gonna we had talked about. What? Oh, I mean, uh, you could say that now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Whether it's assignments or groups, like a lot of our stuff that we did here. Uh, we actually do, we had to present in front of class or in front of faculty, you know, or whatever, um, or professors. And the way you present, the way you come off can determine, you know, help determine your grade. Um, don't be cocky, but be confident. Yeah. You know, don't be scared. Honestly, be confident. If you know your job, if you know your work and you put in the work, you studied, be confident. You know, they're going to ask you questions. Um, they're going to try and throw you off thinking, all right, let's see how they can, you know, handle under pressure. 
Um, and that's where being confident, you know, is going to go. Because if you know the answers, if you know, you know, what you're talking about, whatever questions they throw your way, you're going to be able to just, you know, hand out answers, you know, like yeah. they're candy. Be, um, be confident in yourself. Like, even if you get it wrong. Doesn't it, matter. Yeah. It, someone Either, will help you. Yeah. You'll, you'll understand. But if you're confident and you, you know what you what what you got to do and how to do it, just do it. There's another thing. Uh, Lynn Understiller, another art uh, professor here at UAT, she basically says to get involved. Just get involved in school. Get involved in your education, mm-hmm. in clubs. Just get involved. And to say yes to opportunities, Yes, that is going to benefit you, especially in the long run. And that helps build, build confidence. Yeah. Too, for sure. So building confidence, making sure that that you have a grasp on on your schooling it'll yeah. it'll benefit you and like he said even if you're wrong uh the teachers will tell you i mean they're, they're not gonna you know be dicks about it and you know make fun of you they're gonna you know they're that's gonna t- usually they're, students they're, yeah <laughs> yeah no shit um they're gonna tell you wrong but they're gonna give you the right answer so in the end you still win either you know the answer or you learn and yeah. that is it like i mean i mean there's i mean for like for example for like rcip the one part when you know presenting for our SIP, our student innovation project, uh, the one thing that most students get nervous about is a Q and A at the end. Um, most people aren't nervous during their you know their brief because it's already you know written down. They have it memorized, timed, all that stuff. Nobody interferes. Nobody interrupts. So they can freely say what they want without any interruptions. It's the Q and A when the professors start. You know, hitting them with questions that they may not be ready for, they may not have the answer to. That they get nervous. That was actually the one thing that I nailed. That was one. That was the one thing that uh, my professor um, actually uh, it liked the most. Cause you know, in the beginning, I was nervous about the presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I wanted to, you know, I wanted to impress. But after it was over, I felt like relieved. And when they started hitting me with questions, I knew all the answers because I'd already thought about it. You know what I want to do with the podcast. What I want to do, where, where I want to take it. What platforms, you know, sponsors, ads, all kinds of stuff, topics, you know, guests, everything. I already knew. I already thought about it because it was I was passionate about it. So, as long as you know, as long as you you've studied and you know your material, you know, don't even worry about it. Just, you know, be confident about it and present what you're going to say you know almost every presentation i've done is it's been me winging it yeah i have maybe one one thing i've actually practiced and that was my sip presentation but that wasn't necessarily for me that was for my teammate yeah because he wanted to practice he wanted to feel comfortable me i feel comfortable talking about it i can get you know learn about it give me an hour or two i'll be set so yeah, that's also a bad thing about being being confident. Is every group <laughs> is every group I was in, they were like pushing me forward. Like, here, present. Like, yes. you you can you, you can speak this. to spe- you can speak to these people pretty easily. It's like, yeah, it, okay. Uh, so then all the spotlight was on me, even though there was like four people behind me. I'm like, all right, it don't matter. It is what it is. It helps you stand out. You know, it helps you with life, helps you with school and everything. So you know, be yeah. confident. And. Before we make comments, 
I want to get these last few comments in so we can talk about it. Um, James uh, says, to find at least one friend. No one likes being the weird guy sitting in the dark corner of the cafeteria every day, which is very good. Good advice. Um, Jen, she says, don't forget to sit and enjoy your newfound freedom. It goes by quickly, and then when you get to figure out how to be an adult, because adulting is hard. You're right, Jen. You're absolutely right. Um, my aunt, my other aunt, the I have I have many aunts. I am Mexican. <laughs> um, she says, remember that you don't have to know it all. Seek out professional help if you need it. Yeah. Not just the friends that is going to agree with what you say and tell you what you want to hear, because you need someone to tell you that you know. What you you're doing things hear. wrong. Yeah, what you need to hear sometimes. Yeah. Cody, he says to never forget that you were just a student. Um, you're all, That you're not just a student. That you're also a consumer. So be sure to let remind your school that you are there paying for said stuff. For said information. Materials. Whatever. Exactly. You are basically buying your education. Yes. Yes, so you are. It... Little things like that. But another good point, Zen, he says to limit your distractions. That's Which is kind of what we had just yeah. kind of went over. And we've yeah. talked about it, video games, setting your priorities. Limit your distractions. Finding the balance. Relationships. Yeah. That can... Finding friends. Yeah. Balance is probably the biggest key of this. Yeah. But is That's from our standpoint as a student... It, uh, it, it goes students. a long way. Yes. There's so much. There's a lot of do's and don'ts. You know, don't have poor hygiene. Don't, you know, be that kid who constantly talks in the classroom. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. How many times have I told kids in our classes to shut up? Many, actually. Yes. Literally, I have told them to shut up. It's not always the teacher's fault. I That's probably my biggest yeah. uh, advice point from me. Because there was this one class, and it was a night class. It was his first year teaching, and it was a Photoshop class. And every night, there was this one person who was either late or leaving to go get food because she didn't have time to go eat or just makes weird noises. At that time, she was extremely annoying to me. I never talked to her. This is the only interaction I've had with her. And it... It got to the point where they were always butting heads. And when reviews for the teachers came, it was bad reviews and he got let go. And it wasn't until a couple of semesters later when I actually talked to her and, you know, got to know her a little bit. It We became like quasi acquaintances. Yeah. But it's not always the teacher's fault. Sometimes if there's one kid, there's bound to be like 10 more just like him. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's my biggest pet peeve. One, it's rude. It, honestly, it's rude. If you wouldn't do it in high school, or you wouldn't do it with your parents, you know, or, or somebody you respect, don't do it to your teachers. Like yeah. it's just it's really rude. That is their job. Their job is to, you know, to give you the material, to educate you, to teach you what you need to do so you can pass. And two, I'm not paying thirty thousand dollars a freaking semester to hear you talk. Yeah. Right. You, whatever it is that you're talking about, class, it can be saved to after class. 
it's, when it's, it's work period. Or, or whenever, exactly. It's not, it's not that important, and you're not that important of a person. You are one, one student amongst hundreds, if not thousands. So trust me, you are not that important. Yeah. Let them teach, you know, and whatever it is you want to talk about, to chat about, do it later on your own time. Don't do it on their time. Don't do it on, on you know, anybody else's time. It, it's it's rude and it's disrespectful. I, I've, I've told many kids. Yeah. Honestly, some of the teachers actually liked the fact that I was in the class because they knew as soon as somebody was talking, I was like, shut up. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, straight up, like, The hey. first time I heard you say that was funny as shit. And I was, like, looking at you. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked back at the kid and was just, like, putting his head back down. I was like, wow, I just got told off by a student. Yeah. And I was like, well, at least you listened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, it's very rude. Like, I, I'm, you know, the teachers, whatever it is, whether it's boring class or not, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm paying for it. I want to learn it. Yeah. Whatever it is. I it's not just you. Yeah, exactly. That you teacher know. has to deal with at least 50 more students. Yeah. That two-hour assignment that you just turned in, times that by 50, that's how much he has to grade. Yeah. And, like, no one gives credit to the teachers. They have a lot going on. They have a personal life. They might have a second job. Now they have 20 hours worth of assignments to grade. So, of course, they're going to be a little frazzled. You might not see your grade change for the next three, four weeks, but at least you have that understanding. They're going to see it. They're going to grade it. Just try not to worry until it gets to the point that you need to. It, It's not just you. Yeah, There's exactly. 50 other students. So. Yeah, so, yeah, trust me. Um, there's going to be someone like me in most of these classes that's going to tell you to yeah. You know, be quiet. And, and like I said, you wouldn't want somebody doing the same thing to you. Like yeah. if you if you were up there presenting, you worked really hard, you know, to get where you were at. And you're trying to, you know, present your findings or, you know, your project to us. You wouldn't want anybody interrupting you. Give them and everybody else that same courtesy. Yeah. That really, that's really it. And there's one comment left. What do we got? This last comment, it may contradict everything we've said. <laughs> An alumni, Tara, makes a very valid point. You do not have to be in college. If college is not your thing, if things just aren't working out, you honestly do not have to be there. You could start out at community college, big university. Yeah, you're probably going to rack up a couple thousand dollars of debt, but if it doesn't work for you, if that's not something you want, you do not have to be there. Yeah. If if you just want to work, if you found this cool industry job that took you without having that degree, by all means, take it. If you want to go to the military like Ed did and then come back, you can do that. You don't have to go to college right now. You could finish off this year. You can finish off the semester. But it, it's your choice. That's... That's the joys of being yeah, an I mean, adult. Yeah, there, there's many blue-collar jobs that don't require uh, a degree and will still pay you, you know. Substantial very, Yeah, amounts. very good. Um, there's some here in Arizona. Um, I, you know, I used to be a, a, a pipe fitter for a while. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was, even with that, I was still making 60, 
60, 65 a year, no degree, no experience. I learned everything on the job, you know, like there, there are jobs out there. There are, whether it's construction, you know, or, Hey, I'm going to be a pilot, whatever. I got my license. It's not, you're not in a, you know, typical classroom platform. Um, so I mean, yeah, if college is not for you, then, you know, that is not for you. I, I have learned the hard way and I'm still learning that the choice is yours. You don't necessarily have to follow what other people tell you. Yes. You don't have to to go up to that expectation of your family, your friends, whatever. If it doesn't suit you, it doesn't suit you. So it that's Yeah. She makes a valid point. You don't have to be in college. Yeah. But if you want to be, if you want to get that paper or that two papers like I did, who it it may help you in the long run. Yeah. But the choice is yours. And college is all about choices. Yes. So take what take what we said, you know, take it to heart. Find your own routine. Routine is a big thing. Yes. You know, the setting, the work times, the setting, the school times, social, whatever. Find a routine. Stick to it. It it'll it'll get there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And this is probably by far the longest podcast we have done so far. But it's good. I mean, we we did go over both uh, teacher and student's uh, side. Um, Because as you can tell, obviously, from the list, totally two different. Yeah. Totally two different lists. Um, There's one thing, you know, one part, you know, was the expectations that teachers have from you. And the other part is (laughs) the life afterwards, pretty much outside of class. Um, So... That, I mean, essentially, that's college in general. And it's not just, uh, you know, UAT, but all colleges. Yeah. You know. U of A, ASU, uh, community college. If you're out of state or out of country, you know, it might be slight differences here and there. But the basics of of the list, is it, it pertains to everyone. Yeah. Like. Everyone can learn for motivation. Everyone can set a schedule. Everyone can put things in moderation. It it's completely up to you. So yeah, yeah. But it's this is the longest podcast. I actually didn't think it was gonna go this long, to be honest. I I didn't think so either. <laughs> but then we kept going down the list, and I was like, man, I am so sorry, John, that you are not here. But I'm glad that you had your list. So yes. It's kind of like you are. Yes. It was, a, it was a great list, actually. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good list. Yeah. Uh, but before we leave, okay. I do want to cover one thing off topic. Okay. Yeah. Now that we have a list of topics for our podcasts, I think we have a set schedule for our uh, uploads. Yes. So now we're on. Now, um, just for you know, listeners out there who don't know, you actually can uh, get this episode and past episodes and all future episodes on either podcast app on uh, iTunes. That is Podbean. Um, that is no, that's that's for the, the mobile podcast. Oh, is for nice. um, if you want to go on site and go to uh, Podbean, you can uh, search as words with Edward. Um, it's on there. All of our previous episodes. Um, our link and everything where you can download them or view them on your browser. They're all on there. And also, you can um, listen to it on Spotify. And iTunes. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah oh. The podcast app through iTunes. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, but, there, there's like three or four different ways you can listen to uh, 
to all past and future mm-hmm. pod, you know, episodes. With podcasts, though, it's Ed's Words with Edward. But with iTunes and Spotify, it's the Ed's Words with Edward yeah. podcast. I don't know why they did it like that, but, but I'm trying to get that fixed. But, yeah. yeah. But I think our schedule is we will have a new episode uploaded every Saturday. Yes. So stay tuned. Listen for future topics because we have a lot coming. Yes, a lot. Like, again, we're not having a scripted show. We are not, you know, having a bullet point like we did today. Today was basically everyone else's opinions. But we have a list of general topics. We're going to have some guests come in, you know, talk about what they do, their opinions on the topic. But there's going to be a new episode every Saturday. Okay, and on top of that, I mean, if you guys like what you... uh... If you like hearing or like hearing our voice or the things we talk about or funny jokes, whatever it may be, please leave a review. Yeah. You know, five star review. It actually will help us out a lot. Um, and on top of you know, on top of the reviews, you know, I would probably say, you know, write in uh, future topics that you would want us to discuss or you know, or things that, you know, have come to your mind or even a shout out, whether you know, it's just hey, yeah. I've been listening to you guys since episode one. You know, um, <laughs> we really like you. Whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. I did create a hashtag on Instagram, hashtag Ed's Words with Edward. So if you want to, you know, tag you listening to it, send a picture of it, whatever. We are in the works of creating our own website. So that way you can contact us with your opinions, your topics, you know, stuff like that. But we'll... We'll set a, a podcast or, you know, a mini podcast episode for for more words about that. So. Yeah, and, and as as we develop more with this and get more things going, we'll definitely keep all you uh, listeners uh, up to date, you know. And if we end up putting them on other platforms, or there is another platform that you would like us to put it on because of your region or where you're at or whatever it may be, um, let us know. You know, and uh, we'll look into we'll having it, it. You know, having it on there too, so that you guys can listen to it as well. Yeah. You know, so show show us to your friends. You know, family, whatever. Just spread the word and help us out. You know, we like we said, we have a list of topics we're trying to get through, and the more people that listen to us, the more people know about what we're trying to say, what we're trying to teach. So, just help us out any way you can. Yes, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that's the end of this longest podcast ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. So, uh, thank you again, guys, uh, for tuning in uh, for another episode of Edwards with Edward. Peace. We are out.